It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action. Here we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Cluck Show. Uh, thanks, as always. Uh, we like to open the podcast by thanking you for being a part of these shenanigans. Again, it's, if it's your first podcast and you're used to the uh, radio show, just a heads up. This is not safe for work, not safe for kids. This is a little bit different. You'll pick up pretty fucking fast. There we go. What do we got coming up on the podcast here today? Well, I think the most important thing we're going to learn today is the do's and the don'ts, the ins and the outs of hiring a dominatrix. We're also going to find out there's a brand new spider venom on the market that might help your pecker. And we've got a, a lady. She is a mother to 13 dolls. Oh. Her husband's in on the whole thing, too. Oh, they seem sane. It takes a turn for the crazy, but then at the end, they save it. And then all of a sudden, you're like, mmm. Uh, and then we have an HR nightmare that we'll wrap up the podcast with here in just a little bit. But let's begin. Ladies, are you hard, having a hard time getting a man to notice you? You're like, I got my hers did. I've oh. been to the gym. I've got the right clothes. I even bought a nice perfume, but nothing seems to be working. I'm showing a bit of skin. I'm going to tell you right now, it's probably that perfume that you have. It's unnatural, see? There's oh, a, there's perverts like the pheromones. Well, there's a brand new trend of women choosing a new perfume. Wasn't that long ago that a woman would prepare for a night out by, you know, the outfit of her choice. And, you, you know, you pff, 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 with a perfume and you yeah, walk through it. It's it's your wrists and then, like, by your neck, right? You're like, pff, pff, pff. Yeah. Just a hint of perfume. The gene well, there's a perfume substitute right now that's making its way into the influencer crowd. Oh. Um, this is uh, intimate perfume. It's called Vabbing. It's when a woman ditches the store-bought perfume. It's substitute it with her own personal brand. Oh. oh. To thus, properly, thus the name. properly vab, a woman will take a couple of fingers and put them there. Mm. Here's, the, here's the advice. Get up there. <laughs> get out. Root around in there a little bit. It says, get up there, take those intimate secretions, and then dab it on your wrists, behind your ears, on your neck, or anywhere you would normally place perfume. Okay. One influencer says, uh, Vabbing. Hey, hey, good on them for, for being willing to go public and be like, yes, I put my privates all over my, my body. You're like, yes, I know. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Were you at the gym today? Uh. One influencer swears that vabbing will attract people from a date to a one-night stand or get all the free drinks you want all night long. Well, all of a sudden, now I'm warming up to it. He's like, the bartender's like, did I catch a whiff of pussy? Rationale behind it suggests that the pheromones are at play and subconsciously attracting suitors. Oh. Science. Boo, Boo. science. Boo books, boo math. Science, however, said there's no evidence to back up claims that this actually works. No human pheromone has been definitively identified. And scientists say it's a bit of a stretch to think that vabbing will make anyone instantly your love slave. Yeah, but it doesn't say that it won't. Mm. Hey, I'll try the same thing later with my ball sweat after the gym. Right. Go home and I'll smudge a little bit behind my ears and on my wrists. Is somebody in the mood for a sack-o-nuts? 
shit. My wife's like, do you smell feet and vomit? I do. I do. Oh, yes. That scent you're picking up. It is toilet de penis. <laughs> uh, smells like today must have been cardio day. Gross. Oh, here, since we're talking about dongs here really quick. Uh, scientists are one step closer in their quest to transform spider venom into the new erectile dysfunction drug. Yeah, did we have a story a while back about a guy who got bit by a spider and it gave him a hard-on for, like, a long time? That's what they want to use. They say the Brazilian wandering spider is considered to be one of the most dangerous spiders to people due to the potency of its venom. This is what's humiliating. Hey, one, you're going to die, and two, you'll be as hard you're, as you've ever been you're when on the they ground. find you. Yeah, you're on the ground. You're like, ah, ah. You're like Peter Griffin when he stubs his, his shit. Yeah. He's like, ah, ah, but then he has a huge boner. And then he lays down and dies, and then all you see is the boner. The bite, it causes extreme pain and inflammation, loss of muscle control, and breathing problems. You risk paralysis and suffocation without treatment. But they're like you know that, just a little bit. You're gonna, your dick's gonna get nice and nice and big. You know that suffocation, no breathing. Yeah, right. One of the unusual aspects of the venom is that, and it has sparked scientific curiosity for decades. Men who are bitten can experience unwanted erections that last for hours. So now they're trying to figure out why, why, Lord, why can we use this? Can't we use this to help cure ED? Well, they're one step closer. Uh, it's in the clinical trials right now with the spider venom. Now, you're not given the spider venom directly, so you're not, ow, ow. There's not all that whole pesky-like pain and risk of suffocating. Right. Instead, they've taken a single component out that scientists believe is responsible for the bizarre boner side effect. It's called BZ371A. Be these nuts. It's the part of the venom that boosts blood flow across the body. Now, even better, well, they say in nature, this makes the spider bite deadlier because it speeds up your blood flow and gets it through your body quicker, oh, right? Gotcha. That's when it fucks you up. Now, here's the other good part about this. Now, they're they're running trials in Brazil on men and women oh. to see if it works in women as well. I remember back in the day in college, my buddies and I, there was a story that had been making the rounds about it. If you break your back in a certain way, you get that, what is it, priapism? Okay. Where your dick just gets uncontrollably hard for hours until it's medically treated. Okay. It was a hoot. That was a really fun day when we found that out. Researchers are planning a new trial to test this component for men who have undergone surgical removal of their prostate due to cancer. So that's also good news, too. Because ah. you have prostate cancer, they take it out. It's hard. It's difficult to get a, an erection. I shouldn't say it's hard to get an erection. I should just say it's difficult to get a, uh, uh, an erection. Patients commonly suffer problems with erectile dysfunction as a result of their surgery and the resulting damage to the tissues in that area of the body. I didn't know this. One out of three men cannot take existing drugs for uh, ED due Why? to health, health conditions that make them dangerous. Oh. But the spider venom is okay. All right. How do you apply it? Uh, it doesn't say if it's a pill or if it's a, a shot. Topical ointment. It's a balm. Erectile dysfunction is common uh, in men, especially over the age of 40. 
Many varieties cause the most of uh, erectile dysfunction brought on by stress, tiredness, drinking too much, or side effects from some medications. So there, we'll keep that story updated. How embarrassing, though. Then they come in and they find you. You've been bitten by a spider. you got a spider web all over your face and the back of your head. There's a spider skittering across the floor. And there you are with your boner. Hey. They're like, this is no time for fucking around. You need to get up. Remember you were a kid? You were trying to hide hide it so you'd like stand up and like push your butt back. You stand up like this. Oh, lean forward. Isn't that how Donald Trump walked? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the same way. <laughs> that, that's how they would find me. Oh, he, he appears to be hunched over and leaning forward. Right. Do's and don'ts of hiring a dominatrix. Here's where we're going to learn something on the podcast here today. The thought of an aggressive woman in latex and bondage turn you on. Does that look like some way you would get your jollies? I think it would be super exciting until the minute she hit me. I would be fine. Once the pain got real, I'd be like, oh, no, I've made a huge mistake. What's our safe word? I'd be fine with the physical. It's the verbal I couldn't deal with. She's like, you're a fucking loser, you little pricked penis head. I would say, don't say these mean things about me. I think uh, the opening scene of that show, Billions, the guy's getting a cigarette put out on his nipple. Like, that that shit to me. That's like, a bit much. That is. And then he puts his shirt on when he's all done. Like, well, back to the office. Yeah. They say, uh, what about getting tied up, flogging you, verbally abusing you? Does that get your juices flowing? Yeah, not the verbally abusing. I could get that shit in the real world every day. Like, flogging, but not, like, flogging yeah. like you're there for, like, you're you're really trying to hurt me. Yeah, like that one whip that has, like, a hundred different little tassels yeah. on it that looks super soft as opposed to the one that has the one tassel. Yeah. You're like, whoa, Indiana Jones, fucking ease up. She's trying to carve her name into your butt with a, with a bull whip? <laughs> no, thank you. Here's what you need to do if you want to hire a dominatrix. Know the difference... Between the different kinds of service providers, this is like healthcare, mm. what their specialties are, and if they've gotten their own dungeon or if they work in a shared space. A oh, shared space? Yikes. Like, yeah, I'm in the back of a nail salon. They might hear you screaming and whimpering. Yeah. Know what you want out of the session before you go in, or learn how to have an open mind if you're giving your dom permission to do improv. It seems like a lot of these stories over the years that I've read about dominatrixes in the real world, they always emanate from larger cities like New York, Chicago, but here in the Midwest, like small town Midwest, where would you go to find a dominatrix? I don't know, but I'm sure there's loads of them. We just don't know because we're not a part of that lifestyle. Well, how, but if you don't know, but you want to be, how would you ever find that out? It says most doms won't do a switch ses- session unless a customer is extremely generous tipper. Know what you're looking for and be prepared to pay for it. I don't know. What is a switch session? Oh, you then you get to be the dom? I don't know. Communicate boundaries. Be crystal clear about them. Yeah, stop calling me a fucking loser. I'm trying to find out if there's like a dominatrix for higher website. Here's the don'ts when it comes to hiring a dominatrix. It says don't even think about not tipping. A tip, $75 per session on top of whatever the service fee is. Hey, I found them in our area, and there are we- multiple websites where you can find them in your area. Yeah, I figured they're probably, I mean, it's a very popular fetish. I'm sure there's tons hey, of them. The one that, the first local page that I found is hosted, it's like a kind of like a Craigslist, but it's from bonepage.com. You sure it's not Pegslist? Well, maybe. It depends on what you're looking for, I suppose. So when it comes to a dominatrix, don't. 
place shame. There is no place for shame other than the kind you're paying for. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. You're the customer after all. See, I'd be too much of a pussy to even ask for anything. That, what, are you, what are you supposed to like? couch your statements by saying, look, don't think I'm a fucking grosso, but here's the laundry list of things that I'd like to have happen today. Don't call me a pussy, but this is what I'm looking oh, for. Oh, dude, you can do anything but call me a pussy. Please don't do that. Don't confuse professional dominatrix with other kinds of sex workers. Doms focus on kinks and role-play fulfillment. And from if, what I understand, there's not a lot of sex act, like actual sex involved. Right. If you're looking for another kind of gratification, you're in the wrong place. Now go and get your kinky freak on, they say. Hey, is there like a dominatrix I can hire who will like give me really aggressive like compliments? Yeah. Like you're a fucking winner. You've done a good job today. Yeah. You really seized it. Now get out there and get get on with the world. Things are gonna work out for you in the end. And then she like runs her fingers to my hair and yeah. tells me I'm a good boy. Yeah. That I think I would pay pretty good. She money hangs for. my macaroni art on her refrigerator. Yeah. That would be awesome. She, t- uh, she tells me it, it doesn't matter what my friends are doing in life. Well, only what matters is what you're doing. 27-year-old woman by the name of Jess and her 33-year-old fiancé are a mom and dad to 13 fake babies. Mm. They get into changing diapers and pushing the babies around in strollers. You would have me with this entire story except for the changing diapers part. She started collecting reborn dolls during the pandemic. This lady did. Pause real quick. I'm going to piss my pants. Oh. I'm not going to make it another 10 minutes. Okay. (laughs) Ready? All right, so here's what these people say. And then these people will win us over at the end. All right? This lady says during the pandemic, blah, blah, blah. So she gets into these babies, right? Because she was feeling lonely. She says, I always love babies. There's something very calming about holding a baby. So she bought her first baby, Rebecca, for $300. Okay. And that's where she started to develop the obsession. Hey, now she's insane for other reasons. She said, I have a few babies in my family. I got a goddaughter, yada, yada, yada. Uh, these babies are called reborn babies. I have seen these. I guess they're hyper-realistic. Her second doll came in November of 2020. A newborn named Sam cost $700. Hey, what are these babies packed with? Her most expensive baby cost her $2,100. What kind of dolls are these? Uh, She does admit that she takes these dolls for walks sometimes because it's really fun to push a stroller around. She says, I love looking at them. And yes, sometimes they, if she says, oh, here you go. Here's nutty. If you look very quickly and fool yourself, you'll think they're real. Hey, I'm at the website right now. Yeah. Uh, Fucking 60 pages of these creepy babies for sale. Uh, she does say that uh, parents don't have a favorite child, but that's not true. When you have 13 dolls, she says she does have her favorite child. It is the newest one that she just bought. As far as the new one, she says, I often keep her in a car seat because that is where I think she looks most realistic. She says, I look at her and I think she's real. She also says, I keep her in a car seat because it looks like I just brought her home from the hospital. Hey, you know, it's not a funny prank, but would be funny. Mm one in the car seat with the windows up and just walk away then everybody starts freaking out <laughs> all right maybe that would be funny it's a great way to get your fucking window smashed and strangers angry at you i'm looking at the website here in addition to all these real real like super realistic babies they also sell little babies that look like characters from avatar so you get like a little avatar infant that's adorable 180 bucks what 
That's not adorable. Yeah, the most expensive one the website has is about $400. She says, if I'm rushing, people will compliment how cute they think the babies are. I just say thank you. Oh. I don't have time to explain how they're dolls, and people usually, as she says, are really interested. Hey, well, I, I don't think so. I don't think you want to explain that they're dolls. But Take if, the compliment and move on. But what if you're... What if you're out in public and you see a, a person with a baby and you say, oh, it's an adorable baby, and then you get a little bit closer and realize that this full-grown adult is holding a fake baby? I keep on keeping on. I'd be like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, her, boy. Her fiancé is in on the whole thing, too, says he often helps change diapers and get them dressed. He says it's nice because it's kind of introducing me what's it going to be like when we have real kids. Uh, he does say, the husband's, uh, the fiancé says, I love having new- reborn babies around the house. They've helped me learn how to hold a real baby and change uh, their diapers. Now. Also, let me let me just ask real quick. If the wife is like, you've got to change your diapers, but it's a doll baby. Can't you just take it in the other room and come back two minutes later? I'm like, it's all done. Yeah, just kind of shuffling around a little bit. Did it. Well, how many diapers are left? I don't know. Fucking all of them. The, everyone that was in the pack that I bought is still clean. Uh, so we still have all of them. Now she's figured out a way to make money doing this because this woman is also creating and selling her reborn dolls to give back to the online community. So far, she's made 14 dolls at $250 a pop. Oh, shit, buddy. Man, now she's doing okay. Hey, this Mm. website sells dolls that feature, quote, realistic heartbeats. Yikes. Yeah, this is unsettling. Uh, she says, yeah, I got a kit where they send you everything and you need to make one doll. It was awful, but I had so much fun doing it. I stripped it and I repainted it. What? Stripped it down. (laughs) She put her little Black and Decker sander on there. Went nuts. It's not a fucking Monte Carlo or a piece of furniture. She said, I did a giveaway of that doll. It's a nice way for me to give back to the community and give uh, back to people who can't afford these dolls. But she also sells them for $250 a pop. All right. Now I'm warming up a little bit. If there's money to be made. All right. Yeah, these are all way, way, way too realistic. All right. Here's an HR nightmare. This fellow works uh, at a property maintenance company and has been accused. or He has accused his former HR manager, a woman by the name of Jessica, of harassment. Oh, no. After she fessed up to sending him a penis cake and told him to eat a dick. (laughs) It doesn't matter what the shape of the cake is. You and I would be flattered to receive a cake. This dude's looking at a... He wants a quarter million... He wants a half a million dollars in damages. Whoa. After he was forced to resign over the incredibly hostile work environment that he worked in. The lawsuit states, the man says he start, He was started, uh, he was being treated badly after laying into a subordinate who didn't want to do his job, which included cleaning up garbage. Uh, that man who he yelled at happened to be the husband of the HR lady. Ah, uh, Following the incident, he said he received a pink box. That seems like a conflict of interest. Um, it does, yes. He received a pink box not long after with a large chocolate male part. Oh. And in bold letters on the dick cake, it said, eat a dick. Nothing gets your point across quicker than telling somebody to eat a dick. Bag of dicks. 
The woman confessed, the HR manager confessed to the prank after allegedly attempting to sweep the incident under the rug. Oh, she eventually... Oh, he, uh, he, she eventually sent an apology note. Okay. And I'm a, sorry I told you to eat a giant dick. And a $50 gift card. I hope it's to the Eat a Dick Cake Factory. I mean, you got to admire the effort because it costs, it takes money and you need to make phone calls and pick up a dick cake. Yeah. Uh, he resigned uh, shortly thereafter uh, the apology and the gift card, and now he's suing them for a half a million dollars. I would need to know if he spent the gift card if I were an attorney. This is what sucks, though. Okay. I'm like, did you spend the dick card apology money? Somebody sends you a dick cake. All right. They're upset with you, obviously. They tell you to go eat a dick. You're you're upset. Why why would they send this to me? Why do I have to eat a dick? And obviously you're hurt, you're angry, you're upset, right? You're like, that motherfucker sent me a dick cake. Eat a dick, it says. You complain to the right people, you go up the ladder, you do what you got to do. But at the end of the day, it's still you sitting there by yourself with a dick cake. Yeah. You got to eat it, right? I mean, I mean, I'm not going to throw it away. No. As offensive as that cake is. Plus, I bet it's super moist. And I know there's bad connotations that go along with it's eating chocolate, the cake. And I love chocolate cake. You would totally eat the cake. Do you start with the balls or do you go tip first? I think I might be tempted to cut right in the middle of the shaft. I would try to eat it unconventionally. So there you go. Uh, there are plenty of eat-a-dick websites out there. You can go find those on your own and, you know. You, too, can have someone you love or yeah. not love eat a dick. So there you go. There's this week's podcast. Next week, next Tuesday, we will uh, a new live podcast. Next week's podcast is going to be very exciting. We can't wait. We may have special celebrity guests. We may have frequent texter guests. Yeah, We, we also some, may have none of it. I don't yeah, know. we got some wild stuff planned for the podcast. The live podcast will be available next week. So uh, thanks for checking it out. Don't forget, you can stay up to date at all things JLNK. It's easy enough. Just head over to the website, jlnkshow.com. And we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.